Hey y'all, what's up? Chris V here. So today I wanted to talk about the importance of school with you guys. Um, but before I do that, I want to address a situation that's going on in the world. So you probably heard about the coronavirus spreading um, around the world right now. And it can be kind of fearful and crazy times. And it sometimes may not feel like God is in control. But the Bible tells us in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So guys, I just want to remind you, God's in control throughout this whole situation. So just a really quick list of six things you can do while you're stuck at home under quarantine. So number one, read your Bible. I know it's really hard during a normal busy week with the whole shebang of everything you have to do. So when you're stuck at home doing nothing, it's a perfect time to get back into God's word. Um, number two, read a book. So I've been reading Let's Be Real by Natasha Buer. And Natasha does such a great job of uh, relating to problems teen girls go through through their teen years and talking about them. And she just does a great job breaking down everything and pointing back to God. So it's a really good read. I definitely recommend Let's Be Real by Natasha Buer. Uh, number three, try a new recipe. Number four, play some games with your family. And number five, go for a walk, weather permitting. And number six, check in with family and friends via phone call or FaceTime just to see how they're doing during this time of craziness and give them support and maybe an encouraging message. So guys, just know that God's in control throughout this whole situation. And I am praying for you guys with all my heart. So to move on to today's topic, the importance of school. Whether you're in middle school, high school, or even college, you've probably wondered at some point why you should go to school. You may be wondering if your education will get you anywhere in life or if your education is just a waste of time. Well, I'm here to tell you that school is important and more importantly, important to God. Okay, so before you start tuning out because you heard the word school, just listen to what some of God has put on my heart to share with you. So we often see education as a mandatory thing that we don't really care about. According to a Webster Dictionary, the definition of education is the knowledge obtained through learning. Education isn't just your average math and science classes, but it can also be the things you're interested in. For example, I love cars, which usually results in me reading books about cars and taking auto shop classes to learn more about cars. Um, and another example is that you can read your Bible to gain knowledge about who God is and learn about what God wants for you and your life. And education also helps you prepare for the future. Part of that future could be serving Christ with your education. Hudson Taylor was not only a Christian missionary in China, but he also studied medicine. He got to share God's word with the people he helped care for which is super cool when you think about it. And if I didn't have an education, I wouldn't be writing blogs and recording this podcast. God can use your education for his glory. Another way an education impacts your future is through a possible future job. The Bible commands us to, quote unquote, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Colossians 2, 23 through 24. How are we supposed to do this in future jobs if we don't try in our education now? For example, if you apply for a part-time job at your favorite fast food joint, your potential employer will most likely want 
you to know how to make change, run the register, etc. And you can't do that if you haven't learned how and tried in your education. So an education definitely impacts your future. So what are some examples in history of God using someone's education for his glory? One example is Daniel from the Bible. Daniel was carried off into captivity in Babylon. Part of Daniel's preparation for serving Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, is seen in Daniel 1 verses 4 through 7. Youth without blemish, of good appearance and skillful in all wisdom, endowed with knowledge, understanding, learning, and competent to stand in the king's palace and to teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. Did you catch that? The king wanted the youth, one of them being Daniel, to have wisdom and knowledge and an understanding and learning. Yes, ladies, this means school. The verse tells us that Daniel studied literature, in other words, books and things alike, and the language of the Chaldeans. King Nebuchadnezzar wanted his teens to be well-trained in knowledge, kind of like how God wants us to have knowledge, as seen in Proverbs 1, verse 4, where it says, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge to the youth. Later in Daniel 1, verses 19 through 20, we see how well Daniel and his friends Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego prepared themselves to serve the king. And the king spoke to them, and among all of them was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they stood before the king. And in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters that were all in his kingdom. Another example in the Bible of God using someone's education for his glory is Jesus. Yep, you heard right. In Luke 2 verses 46 through 47, it says, After three days they found him in the temple sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Jesus, the Son of God, even had an education. These verses tell us that Jesus was being taught in the temple by the teachers, which was preparing him for his ministry before his death on the cross. God used Jesus' education as a big megaphone to proclaim the gospel and his glory through parables and miracles. Just think, God can also use your education for his glory, like Daniel and Jesus. So, what are some ways I can be diligent in my studies? In Elizabeth George's book, A Young Woman's Guide to Making the Right Choices, on pages uh, 119 through 120, she gives us a list of ways to be a diligent student. So, number one, do your homework right away each day. Yep, Elizabeth George mentioned right away. Sometimes we procrastinate on our homework, which makes us feel heavy and weighted down. If you get your homework done right away when your brain is still focused, you'll wind up feeling free. So number two, do your projects in advance. Like homework, we often procrastinate on projects teachers have given us a few weeks to do and end up rushing it later. Also, if something comes up, like going to the movies with a friend, you'll be able to say yes. Number three, don't wait until the night before to study for an exam. So guys, I've done this one before and maybe you have too. It does no use to try to cram info into your head the night before only to end up forgetting everything when taking the exam the next day. Number four, don't cheat. It goes against God's word, which should mean more than anything, even a good grade. Number five, this one is self-explanatory. Don't be late to school or any of your classes. 
Number six, don't fail to take notes in class. Studies have shown that you remember more information about a subject when you write it down. You also have something to refer to for later, like when you're studying for a test. So number seven, do reward yourself for doing your homework. So guys, school's hard. After a full day, you have to go home and do homework for all of your classes. As a reward, read a book, watch TV, or go for a walk. Number eight, do keep your homework assignments with you at all times. You can get your homework done anywhere, like while waiting for appointments or even during commercial breaks on TV. Uh, number nine, do ask for help. Guys, please don't be one of those girls who won't ask for help because they don't want to seem dumb. There's a pride issue somewhere in there too. I've gone to work with math tutors before because I'm not the best at math, and it has helped me so much. Teachers would also be willing to help you with your work and slash or understand your work. And finally, numero 10, don't forget to pray. Guys, I can't express how important prayer is in the Christian walk. God cares about what's going on in your life, even school. You can also pray that God gives you the strength to focus in school. So since that was a lot, let me break this whole message down into a key takeaway for you guys. School is very important in your life and to God. Also, your education can be used to serve and glorify God in the long and short run. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Feel free to check out our website at a messageforchristiangirls.weebly.com and feel free to hit the contact button to contact us if you have any questions or if you have a question that you want answered in a blog post or a podcast. So again, thanks for so much for tuning in. We'll see y'all next time.